Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Seven Lamb Productions presents to you End of all hope. Season 3, Episode 16, Be Strong. What the hell? This is bullshit. Will you listen to me? I already have. It doesn't seem safe. No. No. When we were coming into Denver, you asked me if I wanted to back out, and I said no. (sighs) I remember, Jay. You asked me if California was like this, would I still go? And I said yes. But that's not what I'm telling you. California is way worse. You don't know that. I was told. So we're supposed to believe them. Why would they lie? Maybe they didn't. But maybe they didn't see all of it. You said they only mentioned San Diego and L.A. That's right. Well, maybe the rest of California isn't that bad. But you want to head to San Diego. I want to head to Ramona. Which you said is outside of San Diego. It is. Outside. It could be way different. Listen, Jay, I'm not trying to be a jerk. But you are. We were in this together. But look where it got us. Look at Denver. My family isn't there. And they aren't here. Is that what this is about? What? You want to wait around and see if your parents show up. You must have been talking to Mia. No... I don't expect to see them again. I told you. I can deal with this. I'm not sure you can. I can. You're just saying that. Ambridge, we've made it this far. This isn't like finding Johnson and Harris. But it is. Another needle in a haystack. Remember? Yes, Jay, I remember. I remember everything that was said. Why then? I've told you. San Diego is destroyed. And if it's anything like this, your friends won't be there. Your family won't be there. But they didn't mention Bodega Bay. What if we travel there instead? Skip San Diego. Ambridge lowered his head and went to a cot. He sat. Really? If that's what it takes. I did want to see if Scott was in Ramona, and I wanted to see if Ava and Mark made it. But if this was the only way to get Ambridge to come with me, then maybe, maybe we'd have to skip Ramona and head directly to Bodega Bay. How about that? Those guys I talked to said that the military were killing people. Normal people. All I could think about were the helicopters. We made it, though. (sighs) Harris didn't. Well, if this is about Harris, I told you we could talk about that. It isn't about Harris. I've been having nightmares. Jay. And I tried talking to you. Jay, it's not about Harris. It's about you. What happens when we get to California and it is destroyed? What happens if your family isn't there or worse? I don't know. Exactly. Where will we go? What will we do? Wait? Maybe... If there's one thing I've learned from this whole thing, it's that when the aliens came to the cities, people took off, or were taken, held up in quarantine zones. It's not just shriekers and thrashers we have to worry about. It's stalkers and the military and people in general. You're punishing me because I'm optimistic. No, I'm telling you that what we have here is good. We can stay here. 
They need more supply runners. They can hold up here and see how things go. But I could ask you the same question then. What happens after? There is no after. We came to Denver. The city is gone. My family isn't here. California is going to be more of the same. Should we really risk our lives for something we know is unlikely? We've come a long way, sure. But let's not press our luck. That's not fair. You're setting yourself up to be hurt. Not if it works out. We could make it here. We? There is no we. (sighs) Jay. You said you were out looking for vehicle, but I guess you weren't. I was, but the more I thought about it, the more I thought travel was unnecessary. Did Mia say that? Because she's leaving. How do you know that? Kylie told me. See, other people are leaving. She's only leaving under certain conditions. Do you like her? What? Because she's gay. I'm aware, Jay. No, she's not the reason I'm staying. In fact, I think her optimism's gonna get her hurt, too. Why? Because she's holding out hope. Like you. You know, you try to act tough, but you're not. I'm not trying to act anyway. Yeah, huh. You're upset that your family wasn't here. You wouldn't have traveled this whole way if you didn't care. I never said I didn't care. Care as much as me or Harris. It was us who convinced you to go. But I saw how hurt you were when we got to your parents' house. I never denied being hurt. I just didn't want to talk about it. Well... Bottle it up all you want, but I'll hold on to my hope. I always planned on traveling west. You just tagged along. (sighs) Really? You may like it here, but I don't. This isn't the end for me. I thought we were friends. Damn it. I couldn't believe Ambridge was done. He wanted to stay here? Really? Here? This place wasn't so great. There were too many people who wanted to live in the woods. I came to Denver for him. The least he could do was travel to California with me. It's not like his parents were here. Although, if his parents were here, he wouldn't leave them. So odds are, I'd have been by myself anyways. Why was I just realizing this? Oh well, it didn't matter. His parents weren't here and he still wanted to stay. I wish he told me sooner. I was so upset I didn't even know what to do with myself. I was just pacing by the tent until I saw Kylie walking up. You alright? Yeah. You sure? You're walking back and forth like a madman. You've been watching me? Not in a creepy way. I'm fine. I heard you and your buddy having a quarrel. You were listening? Me, Elaine, and I were outside. We thought we'd give you guys some privacy. Thanks. Want to talk about it? (sighs) Ambridge wants to stay here. So? I don't. Still not seeing the problem. We were traveling together and now he's... he's ditching me. He likes it here? I guess. Wasn't he looking for his family? Yeah, but he hasn't found them. And it's not like he wants to wait around and see if they show up. He wants to stay because he thinks it's too dangerous to leave. Then he heard from some random guys that California's a mess. That's not surprising. But Denver's destroyed, and we came through. Listen, this place really isn't that bad. Denver? Yeah, it is. I mean the quarantine zone. That's not the point. It seems like it is. 
maybe he's comfortable. It's pretty secure. There's a lot of people. We have a ton of supplies. We have lookouts and vehicles. I can't stay here. Do you think I could borrow one of the vehicles you guys have? (laughs) Yeah, right. Damn it. I need a car. Those are hard to come by. But Ambridge said... It doesn't matter what Ambridge said. But that town... I highly doubt it. What about the city? Good luck with that. Why do you have to be like that? Rational? No. Annoying. (laughs) I'm annoying? There were cars everywhere. If I go into the city, I bet I can find one that runs. There has to be one that works. Thrasher's got them. You don't know that. I'm playing the odds. Just like Ambridge. You're assuming. Ava, Mark, and I found transportation before. I have to find a car. I have to get to California. You may not care about your family and friends, but I care about mine. Well, you're not going to find a working vehicle anywhere where Thrasher's have passed through. Whatever. Kylie was annoying me, so I took off without saying anything more. I had no plans right now, but I wanted to be by myself. Hey, Jay! Jay! like he didn't take it too well. It went how I thought it would. So you were able to talk to those guys? Yeah. San Diego's in bad shape. (laughs) Figures. So, are you here to wait for your parents? Or help with the zone? I guess. A little bit of both. Well, that was interesting. You talked to him? Tried. Are we talking about Jay? Yeah. I'm sure he wants to be alone right now. He does. You say anything else? Not really. I hope I did the right thing. You think he can make it on his own? He's hardly resourceful, but he's resilient. Maybe he'll calm down and decide to stay. Eh, I don't know. Why? Because he's like you. Strong? Unrealistically persistent. I walked through the woods and back over to Kylie's archery spot. I didn't have a bow, so I just sat on a fallen tree. I was depressed and a little scared. My mind raced. How would I manage on my own? Could I make it? Ambridge had helped me more than once. There would be no one to help keep watch. No one to help search for supplies. I would be alone. The more I thought about it, the more nervous I got. I turned around to see the preacher in the distance. 
He wasn't standing on the park buses, but instead walking into a crowd. What a weird guy. I was confused about his message. Did he believe that the aliens were here because God sent them? Or did he just believe God knew about them? I decided to investigate further, since I had nothing better to do. I went to the large crowd, barely able to see the preacher's balding head in the middle. Remember, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army beseech me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. So we shall speak to them? We must. They are our enemy. Because we have made them that way. We should be welcoming. We should be posing questions. We should be communicating. Not firing weapons and attacking them. How will we get answers? What if they know the secrets to the afterlife? But this cannot be peace. Shouldn't we be worried? When he watches over us, there is no worry. Find your courage. Be strong. The preacher put his hairy arm over a short, chubby man. Confess your sins. Then everything else will fall into place. The preacher pushed through a group of people. I lost track of them as they walked around the buses. I stopped following the group. A lone woman leaned against the nearest bus door. You okay? Huh? Me? You look lost. They're heading to the other side of the camp, if you're wondering. No. You can confess your sins. He'll listen. Uh, no. No thanks. Okay. The middle-aged woman with curly red hair smirked. Do you want to ask a question? Um, so he wants to talk to them? He wants us all to talk to them. Is that why he was talking about confidence? Yes. Won't they just attack? If we go without weapons, they may not. We fired upon them first. If we go in peace, we may find peace. What if they still attack? God will watch over us either way. Aren't you curious? No. Well, Preacher Smith is. We all are. We'll find out. When? When Preacher Smith deems it ready. We shall take the buses and head into the city. Hmm. Seems scary. Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened or dismayed. For the Lord of your God is with you wherever you go. The woman once again smirked. She then turned and slipped between the buses, out of sight. Weird. Thank you.
I had retreated back to the archery area. I sat on the fallen tree, checking over my gun. An hour passed and I didn't move from this spot. Be strong. Be courageous. Yeah, Jay. Don't be scared about being on your own. Find your courage. I can do this. I can. It was getting late now, but I would start searching for a car tomorrow. No need to wait around anymore. I could make it on my own. It'll be scary, but I could do it. Figured I'd find you here. Oh, uh, hey. Hey. It's not like there's anywhere else to go. I just didn't want to sit in the tent right now. No, the log is much better. She sat next to me. Hey, I'm sorry about before. I didn't mean to snap at you. It's fine. I was upset. I know. And I also know how important finding family and friends is to you. So, more power to you. You traveled a long way. I've just been here the whole time. I still have a few more states to travel through. Yeah, but you're close. Why are you being so nice? Don't know. But don't get used to it. (laughs) I won't. Your friend Ambridge is worried about you. He knows you're upset, but you can't blame him for wanting to stay. Everyone has to look out for themselves. No, I know. I have to look out for myself now. Can you? Yeah. She got up and looked out towards the targets. But, uh, could you... Could you maybe... What? Could you teach me to shoot? You want to practice more archery? No. Um, guns. Oh, I thought you already knew how to shoot. I do, but not well. If I were to be traveling on my own, it would help to know how to handle a gun better than I have. Not every encounter will be like Harris. Sure, I can help you, but not around here. Too loud. If you want, we can head out further and find a better spot. Okay. When? Soon. Tomorrow morning? That works for me. Okay, sounds good. Tomorrow was going to be a big day. Weapon training, finding a car, start gathering supplies. I could do this. Be strong. Ambridge or not, I was heading to California. End of All Hope. Written by Robert M. Lamb. Edited by Isa Yazdezade. Starring Hope Ennis as Ava, Nick Engelhardt as Mark, Adam Jetmore as Jay, Jack Austin as Ambridge, Jody Swenson as Stephanie, Catabelle as Madison, Chris Titoli as Teddy and Preacher Smith, Ariel Hack as Mia, Gina Coyle as Kylie, Brett Wilkins as Travis, Gareth Thomas as Sammy, Michael Moman as Roger, Nada as Maria, and Crystal Hall as Lane. Co-starring Dylan Whitehead and Mario Torres. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, Eldritch Chachala of Nemesis Black at ReverbNation.com slash Nemesis Black, and Amberlynn Nicole at YouTube.com slash Amberlynn Nicole. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit www.7lamb.com for other audio dramas such as this one.
This has been a Seven Lamb production.